Hey guys, producer Joe here. Just quickly before we start, I just wanted to remind you that you can come see us live on November the 18th at the Bill Murray in Islington. It'll be a lot of fun. We'll be discussing Fantastic Beasts, Harry Potter, all that nonsense. Come see us. Go to angelcomedy.co.uk or check out our Facebook and Twitter pages for information at Pod. Right, on with the show. Hello and welcome to episode 35 of After All This Time Always. As always with me, your host, Mr. Tom Toll. Me, Mr. Patrick Holland. And some say he's the Rubius Hagrid of this podcast. Okay. Yes, uh, he might be responsible for the death of a child. It's Joe Power! <laughs> Oh, allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. Hello, how everyone. Are we, how are we, guys? Right, let's let's nail the how are we this week. Right, ready, Joe. How are you? I'm absolutely fine, Pat. How you doing, mate? I'm great, Tom. Yeah, I'm not too bad. I've had three coffees. <laughs> Crushing it. It seemed a little false, but it, it was better than the last few weeks. Definitely. Yeah. So it's, I think it's always been false. <laughs> <laughs> so fine. You don't care how my week was. You text me and ask me if you cared. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great point. We're also just pretending that we haven't been sitting in this room the last half an hour just chatting about yeah, our yeah, weeks. That's true. Yeah, all the contraband <laughs> stuff you're not allowed to hear. Stop showing everyone behind the magician's curtain. That's not what we do. Um, as as always, we're we're doing Potter chat. Uh, what's coming up on the show, Mister Joseph Power? Oh, we've got things, mate. We have got uh, Pat. Things. You've got some peeves. You told me. Yeah, I've got a couple of peeves. Okay, we've not got, many. Not many. That's a good thing. New pensive. Uh, Tom's riddle. I've got a riddle, mate. Lovely stuff. We'll be finished, having it. Finished uh, two o'clock this morning. That. Well, that's earlier than usual, mate. Yeah, that's um, true, yeah. <laughs> better. Better. Uh, we got another whiz and gamma, uh, and we got a quiz. Lovely quiz. stuff. Oh, hang on. Yes, mate. What's that coming over the hill? Is it a new segment? <laughs> <laughs> it's a new segment. Um... <laughs> what is that guy doing in that song? He's very angry. <laughs> he's really angry, and I think he's detracting from what the main singer is trying to do. <laughs> I think you're right, mate. Um, Fun fact, actually, the guy, that guy ended up leaving the band, uh, and the guy that replaced him was a singer called Paul Mullen, who was in a band called Your Code Name Is Milo, and he sang on a Codes in the Clouds song. There you go. Fun song. He su- yeah, there's a version of one of the songs from the first album that is like first chorus song. It's a song. Wow. Have you never heard it? I don't it's think about, so. It's about 10 years ago. <laughs> I'll, I'll play it to you. I'm a little backed up with... Uh... <laughs> so oh, I'm desperately trying to catch up. <laughs> so when he joined the band... Did they have to say, like, oh, so this is the bit where you just, like, go, Yeah, yeah, yeah because oh, he, like, your codename is Milo were kind of a screamy band. So right, it was, okay. it was natural. What's the, what was the band's name again? The Automatic, they were called. And did we ever get an answer? Like, what's that coming over the hill? Is it a monster? Is it a monster? Oh, did I we guess, ever get an answer? I guess we did. It's probably just a bush. <laughs> yeah, the sun's going down in the shadow of the trees, just <laughs> extending over the hill. They're paranoid young boys, they were. <laughs> Calm down. How have, how have your weeks been, guys? Uh, mine's been good. good. Um, what you got up to? Well, I, I spent, obviously, well, most weeks I spend a lot of time editing out your guff from the podcast no guff uh, uh, <laughs> there was there was literal guff that made it to the post credits a couple of weeks ago mate your, your bottom oh, burp um, oh, yeah. Yeah, literal guff <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> leave that in don't edit that out um, I went yesterday I saw an Arsenal Legends game okay uh, against Real Madrid Legends uh, legends not as advertised include <laughs> the ones that didn't turn up included Ronaldo, Roberto Carlos. Oh, right. Petit, they weren't there. Right. <laughs> um, 
I did get to see uh, Pascal Seguin. And, uh, oh, he's a late replacement, isn't he? The best player on the pitch, previously mentioned in this podcast, Jeremy Eliadier. Oh, right. <laughs> the best player by a country mile. Wow, what was the score? Uh, it was it was 0-0. It went to penalties. And um, I'm sorry for the non-football fans. This is quite boring for you. but uh, It's all right. <laughs> Real Madrid missed one of their penalties and it got to the fifth penalty that Arsenal, so Arsenal could win uh, on that penalty and it was going to be taken by Thomas Rosicki he means an awful lot to Arsenal fans that would have been really nice see him score the winner uh, but no uh, goalie Jens Lehmann insisted on taking the penalty himself <laughs> uh, oh. so we didn't get to see Thomas Rosicki have that last kick and win a game for Arsenal and say goodbye to the fans Oh. Jens Lehmann, the angry German, took it yes. instead. And to the Jens Lehmann, uh, which of these players are actual legends? Uh, Jens Lehmann is brilliant. That is very. That is very. I think that good. was brilliant. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, I'll talk you through some other uh, legends that were there. Um, on it, genuinely couldn't name most of the Real Madrid players. So right. Ra- Raúl is that because you're not there. very good at pronouncing Spanish names? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Raul was there. That was a bit. That was he was probably the biggest player yeah, they had. Yeah. Um, uh, but other legends, David Hillier, genuinely one of the players. Wow. One of the players that played for Arsenal. Um, I forget his first name. His surname was White. Um, he left Arsenal before any of us were born. <laughs> he left in 1986. Wow. Wow. He is 57 years old, and he looked quite sprightly. Did you feel he looked a lot better than some of the other players? Did you, did you feel you had legend. value for money, or were you actually feeling a bit conned? It was for charity, Tom. You can't. Yes, I know, but you don't like charity. You told me this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like charity or football. It was an no. absolute waste of a day. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. But what do you do, Patrick? Did you do anything fun this week, mate? I had a um, I had a very close encounter with uh, a hero of mine this week. Oh, Custer. you told me you, this. Come That's on, so mate. Cool. <laughs> what? what? Oh, it's too much. He's, he, we know it's you very, like the Admiral Adverse, yeah, mate. Yeah, it's very, you know, God. He's, he's here in the room. Oh. I can't even look at him. I'm starstruck. <laughs> he wasn't, wasn't as big a fan of the Virgin adverts, but uh, that's fine. No, no. Or the Did you do a casino advert, Tom? No. No, that, was, that was for Virgin, I think. Oh, right. Virgin holiday thing, but, wasn't it? Yeah. Didn't you pretend to go to Vegas? Yes. Yeah. But, but sorry, you sorry have, listeners. You wouldn't have known that because when you saw me, you were like, that guy is in Vegas. That definitely guy is definitely Vegas. riding one of acting. the fountains of Vegas. He is Vegas. acting perfectly. <laughs> he is not in a warehouse in Acton. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had... Um, I was at a I was at a party and uh, Michael Palin was there. No way. And uh, oh, and of course a I house party. No, <laughs> at, at Michael <laughs> no. Palin's house. It was it was a work party and I'm gonna I'm gonna plug the show. We made a show with Michael Palin that's gonna be on Channel Five in two weeks. Michael Palin in North Korea. Oh, cool. does, he, does, does he mention this podcast on that show? See now you know how it feels when I yes. get it. He would have mentioned it <laughs> yeah, if I does. got a chance to speak to him. Yeah, uh, but I didn't get. Oh, a you did. Oh, very, hence close encounter. Very close encounter, very and close I thought encounter. I was going to be writing one of um, my my biggest wrongs, uh, one of my biggest regrets <laughs> is from school. It was just after he'd done the series in Sahara. Yeah, he was doing a book signing at Blue Water, right? Yeah. And our friends Mike and George, two of my housemates, um, we all said, "Let's bunk off school and go meet Michael Palin." And so I asked my mum, I was like, mum, do you mind if I bunk off school? No, you don't ask mum. I know, I know. That's not not a bunk off school. But I was thinking I'll cover my tracks if school phone and say, where's your son? What year were you in? Uh, Sahara came out. I think we would have been in year nine. Oh, right. Maybe 10. Um, 
I was like, if school phone home and just be like, where's your son? I'd be like, cover for me. And she was like, I'm not doing that. Very informal secretary. (laughs) (laughs) Where's your son? (laughs) (laughs) Do you you even know who you phoned? (laughs) Um, So... uh, so mixed with a bit of Catholic guilt and not wanting to upset my mum, I, mm. I didn't go. Mike and George went. They did go. They went. Oh, they met him. Yeah, they met oh. him and they had a chat and got their book signed. They remember that day. I could not tell you what I learned at school that day. Oh. And that has hung over me for a long time. I was like, I've wasted a huge opportunity to meet a hero. Um, but then we, we made, ended up making the show with him and we're at the after party the other night and uh, I didn't get a chance to speak to him. I gave him the hello eyes. You know, so oh, did he give you a nod? He he gave me the nod back. That's good. Um, so you that's got a something. Nod. You got a nod. That's yeah. enough. That's you got a nod from a python. Yeah, that's true. Nod from a python. That's more than a lot. Did of you say to pythons. him? Uh, did you say like? Did John really need to be in the first two movies? <laughs> <laughs> John. <laughs> yeah, John Cleese. Cleese. Yeah, he needed to be in the first two movies. Oh, it was incredible. No, he wasn't. Come what do you? It. What do you mean? What? He just took the money. That's all he was there for. No, he is incredible in those first two movies. Did you need to make a third movie would have been the question. They all took the money by doing a third movie. He's brilliant in Life of Brian. Oh, he's and I'm Holy talk- Grail. I'm talking about Harry Potter. Ah. Ah. Now I get you. Okay. What, you, thought, you thought you were going to answer Just to mean- let you know, did John need to be in the Monty Python movies? <laughs> That's why I was so confused. I'm a big, I'm a big Python fan, but I've got to ask: Did John need to be in the first two movies? (laughs) That's what it sounded like. (laughs) I was bringing it back to Potter. (laughs) I did not realise. Imagine that, just big fan. Actually, you're the best. (laughs) John Cleese gets an awful lot of press, but you, you're the best. You could have asked him why he wasn't in Harry Potter. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I would have loved him to have turned up as someone. Yeah. Uh, and I also would have, uh, same, same as if I'd got a chance to speak to Jude Law the other week, I'd have just been like, oh, big fan, can you just say into my phone, hello, my name's Jude Law and I listen to After yeah, All This Time yeah, Always yeah. Podcast. Palin, but, uh, Palin would have been a good slughorn. Palin would yes, have been? Yes, that's yeah, a great would. shout. Palin would have been a good What have I done with this week, Tom? Oh, hello. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, Tom, your daughter went to school. She, the, she started yeah, school this week. First day. Do you feel old? Good. Do you feel uh, the crushing no. sense of mortality? No, uh, because... We were quite, we we're fairly young parents compared to other oh, people. I'm cool and hit. So I was like, yeah, I'm on the TV cool. <laughs> in between the show you're watching. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is that why you've um, shaved your big beard off so no one at the school <laughs> Tom, honestly, is still freaking me out. <laughs> I know. I'm so glad we've got these went, pop shields in I front went, of mics. I'm so glad this is an audio format. Um, this is, it's honestly, it's freaking me out. Do you remember when Homer Simpson shaves? Yeah. That's how it feels. It, you, you, you look wrong. Yeah, you're all yellow. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> but. Thanks like for you, you, yeah. you Thanks. look like a jaundiced baby, mate. Yeah, definitely. And, and, and what's great is that I come here and you guys cheer me up. Um, that's what I need. I need you yeah, I, d- I didn't nail it, did I? I no. was like, oh, God, you're not filming anything soon, are you? And you said, yes. Yes, I am next weekend. But we'll hopefully we'll have, we'll have some growth back. We'll have um, basically, I tried to trim my beard yesterday before my gig in Oxford. Mm. And uh, I trimmed wrong. It's, and it it's, patchy, it's happened to the best of us. And, uh, and it's also happened to you as well. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he is. Oh, and then, oh this guy. Oh, all his zingers. Oh, he's not Samson. He hasn't lost his powers. <laughs> <laughs> and uh so i trimmed it down it trimmed too much and uh i went to my wife and she said i'm not being funny but 
you look ridiculous. Oh, <laughs> she was being to, funny. You, you need to you need to do a full shave, and and so I did. Did you? What did you try shaving? Like a David Brent goatee or something, or a Beppe DeMarco? No, no. I just was trying to tri- trim using like little scissors and oh, oh scissors. Oh, oh, that's too long winded. Yeah, uh, and so yeah, I had to then um, yeah, I had to then shave the whole beard off. But uh, yeah, the the. School was good. Um, she really enjoyed herself. Oh, uh, good. good. Was she like making a, friends already? Making friends. But me, me and you remember. made friends pretty quickly. Pretty. Hey, we're the same height. Yeah, same <laughs> height. And uh, <laughs> that's all you need in those days. Yeah. Um, but uh, well, that's it. It just it. I was like, literally, she could go and sit down next to someone here, and that's their her friend for life, just because she sat. Mm. Next yeah, to sure, sure, sure. Just because um, she picked the right carriage on the train. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, yeah, um, one point to Pat for that one. But, uh, yeah, I wasn't I went, even digging. No, I went to uh, uh, do a comedy in, in Oxford last night. And my two brothers were in attendance. They're doing... Um, really? Yeah, they're going around. Uh, they're doing a little tour of um, Britain. They're, they've hired a car. Really? Oh, driving. that's really cool. And uh, they just so happened to be in Oxford on the same day I was. So I said, yeah, I'll come to the gig. So uh, I want to nice. watch that show on BBC Two. I'd love to see your brothers <laughs> yeah. tour Britain. That's true. Uh, Neither of them have been the Pythons, uh, so it might be a bit of a hard sell. Um, <laughs> like, give it a go. <laughs> I think that would be a really heartwarming series. Yeah. Maybe uh, we should do one. Uh, my my car's on the verge of clapping out. So, yeah, uh, so's mine. Cool. Hey, so we'll just take the cars. Yeah. And just, just drive see, them as see far, far as we can. Go. Apparently the head they... gasket's going, so I doubt we'll get that far. Oh, not the head one. Yeah, the, <laughs> the, main, the main one. The main one. <laughs> oh, the others won't fall in line oh. if he disappears. <laughs> Uh, the leg gasket's still going strong. <laughs> Oil in the coolant, mate. This this car not, doesn't have long no. for this world. No, it's not. Uh. Um, so, Tom, last night's gig. Did you did you notice any difference in the laughs, like because of the facial hair? Did you feel different performing? Uh, I don't know. The thing is, right with this, I think I look funnier. Right, as in sillier. Yeah. Do you remember there was an app on your phone? This is mm. going to be a visual gag. There's an app on your phone where you could make yourself look like a fat face. I don't remember Oh, yeah, that. no, I, look, I, I do, do remember that, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. And it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I, yeah, I look ridiculous. Your face is more expressive, just naturally, because you're not hiding half of it behind a beard. Exactly, so... Yeah. Um, uh, no, I, don't, I didn't... No. Oh, okay, I, I was just curious. Cause, no, but did I, you not feel... Because if I, if I, I was very if self- I'd made the same mistake just before I was about to play a gig... I was very self-conscious, like, walking up, and my brothers just turned and went, whoa. Like <laughs> right, sure, And I was sure, self-conscious sure. walking up to this doorstep, but now I thought, actually, uh, Joe and Pat aren't going to be mean about it. So. <laughs> there you go. You can't, can't not mention it. You've changed your whole face. I know. I didn't mean to. <laughs> no, of course we're going to notice it and comment on it. Yeah. My big dream was always to grow like you know, like Merlin in Sword in the Stone, where he's got he's got a beard so long it's getting caught up in machinery. Yeah, so right, I yeah. I always wanted to grow like the biggest beard, just so that one day I could shave it off and have people go, "Oh, you shaved your beard." <laughs> that was your big dream, was it? That, that was, was your that was, that was my that biggest was your dream. Goal. Dream big, Pat. Yeah, and uh, and <laughs> life decided to take a crap on me. I can't grow a decent beard, oh, so I'm never going to fulfill. Yes, my but dream. then you haven't you haven't got the problem of growing a decent beard, then shaving it off, and people going, "Oh, oh. it would have it been by choice. It would have yeah. been by choice when I shaved mine." That's like um, like that episode of Friends where. Uh, that guy moves in next to Rachel. He's got the big beard. She shaves it off, and she's like, "Oh my god!" Suddenly, you've been hiding this handsome face under there. I wanted uh, people yes. to, I wanted um, to ugly myself up a bit so that by comparison, I got better the, the following day when they were like, "That's what you look like without a beard." Yeah. Right, okay, I hear. You. I hear. You. Um, outside of uh, Tom's new face, uh, mm. should we have should we have some peeves? 
Yeah, let's start with some peeves. Peeves? Yeah, not not too many. <laughs> Just um, last week, Joe, you said you finally watched Perks Being a Wallflower. Did. And uh, I'm annoyed at myself because I, I had something I wanted to say about that film and I just didn't didn't say it. Okay. Did anyone else get really annoyed with the Tunnel song? Oh, Heroes by David Bowie. Yes. A very famous song. <laughs> and we have to keep watching these kids talk about how, like, how much they love music and they've got the best taste in music and they keep recommending albums and songs to each other. They hear Heroes by David Bowie and they yeah. go, we need to find that Tunnel song. If, Come on. If you know the Smiths, you know David Bowie. Come on. Yeah. So annoying. Don't, um, muck, don't muck about. Uh, Joe, another thing, you said that you were thinking of putting the riddle out to the audience last week because oh, yeah. we struggled to get it. Yes. And you said you didn't do it because you didn't think anyone would get it. A lot it's, of people did. Yes, some people. Yeah. Yes, I noticed on uh, Twitter. I yeah. yeah. Several so, Good riddle, Tom. Well done. Great riddle, riddle, but very well done to everyone who get it, uh, to, who got it. George, my housemate, got it. He hasn't even read the books. No, the really? He got it based on his knowledge of Harry Potter that he's accrued from listening to this show. Wow. Wow. <laughs> there you go. So well done to everyone who did get yeah, it. Yeah, congratulations yeah. all. And the last peeve is yes. last night, uh, I don't know who manages our Twitter account, but someone put a little, um, <laughs> a little vote Does that up. mean you don't? <laughs> no, it means I, it's, it's why I always respond. I never, because uh, it's never coming from me. Okay. Um, someone put a little vote up saying, who do you think won? Yeah. Uh, well, I won. That's, well, that's without a doubt. I won. Who do you think should have won or deserved to win? Would have been well, a better question. Somehow... There's like 20% of people who still think Joe won, well, even though Tom said I won. So that's the, that's the, a the good pro- point. The, that's a very good point. So I feel is... a lot better for the uh, 77% of you that voted for Pat <laughs> <laughs> saying he should have won. They didn't say who should have so, won. So, so the Pat question said, was, yeah. who won? It was, how good is your memory? So clearly I voted for Joe winning, so my memory is bad. You're but such a reminder. But is it? Because I think I did win. <laughs> it really it really made me laugh when I voted. We were neck and neck. It was 50-50 <laughs> after two <laughs> votes. Yeah, me and you had voted after 10 seconds of it going up. Yeah, and then I came, I was... Cause, did you vote? Of course I voted. Oh, I'm not having my integrity questioned on Twitter <laughs> as a judge. A <laughs> I'm sure name Serena Williams arguing with the umpire. <laughs> Oh, that will be slightly dated by the time this is released on Thursday, but uh, this is Sunday. It's just happened. Yeah, very just happened. That's great, was... wasn't it? Just oh. say, uh, say McEnroe, didn't he argue with uh, an umpire? That's still famous. Yeah, but this is fresh. This is fresh off the this block. This is topical Tom Toll. We've just best. said it's dated. By the, by <laughs> no, no, now. Now. <laughs> no, that comment right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you owe me an apology, sir. Yeah. Um, and I think you owe us an apology. What's, what? what's your problem? What's my you bloody Ramona? What are you going on about? Oh, change the results. <laughs> change the results. What's happened? <laughs> your lefty fop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, did, I I'm not. A, I, did, I don't. I, I'm not. I'm, look, the history books will say that Pat won, but yes. I just wanted to know what other people thought. You know, there have been bad judges. In the past, it was ruddy, bloody <laughs> close. Like listening back close. to it, I really it was wasn't arguing my best. No. I had I had so many good points that I was saving for the end. And Tom, I didn't realize you were going to cut the debate at one minute, so I hadn't said half the things I wanted to say. I I and didn't I really, plan to, I should, but I just thought this I, I, I should. <laughs> this could go on for hours. Yeah. Um, no, it taught me a lesson. Lead, lead with your best foot. Yeah. Don't don't bury the lead. I sent you articles about Snake this week, which you should have argued. Yes, but I, I, I didn't research you had, it. You certainly had the opportunity. You did a good job. I did. But did, Pat, did an excellent Pat job. Pat took it away just at the end. Yeah, but I just I don't understand. I thought, it was, I, I thought it was an odd choice because it's much easier to argue he is a hero. He put his 
life on the line. He, now, he was a double agent for. Right, we, we've done this. We, we, done we it. have we done, done it. it. Let's, let's not. Yeah. Joe, do you have any peeves apart from trying to? Yeah, I should have won. I should have won the wisdom gamut. That's my we, only peeve. Just listen, stop trying to overturn the will of the people. <laughs> right? yeah. We're not doing it again, even if new facts have come to light. <laughs> Yeah, you can't be tried for the same thing, can you? Mm, uh, no, deputy, it's slightly relaxed now, actually. Oh, is it really? Yeah, there was something happened a few years ago. I only know this from TV. <laughs> uh, just, <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones that movie. And Tom, uh, the yeah. Tommy Lee Jones film, yeah. Oh, what, when she actually goes to kill her husband because he faked his own death. That's far-fetched, isn't no, it? I mean, come on. Grow up, everyone. Anyway, uh, back to got... wizards. Yeah. Wizards. <laughs> Ooh, lovely wizards. From when Pettigrew faked his own death, bringing it back to Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking riddle? I am only mentioned in passing in book one. Hmm. A more prominent role in a book to come. It's book three. I make my presence felt. My rough exterior could cause a person to melt. Snarling and aggression is my tone. Perhaps this comes from being alone. Well, not quite alone. I've got those evil creatures who would cause a person to defeature. Pretty sure we got this. I think we got this. Keep keep going. Maybe I'm getting blown out of proportion. This riddle is causing somewhat of a distortion. There's more to this than meets the eye. Maybe I'm not that serious guy. Oh Oh, no! Oh Oh, no! (laughs) (laughs) What? Wow! Yeah, I wrote serious after the first line. I know you did. Those creatures. (laughs) Exactly what you wanted to do. Those creatures that he accompanied him. I was like Dementors. Dementors is what I was mouthing to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> that blows. Well, now we need to hear the whole no, thing again. Yes, right? Because I'm sure the listeners were exactly oh. the same with that. Wow. Everyone thought it was serious. Right. Very good. <laughs> Pulled the rung. I am only mentioned in passing in book one, a more prominent role in a book to come. It's book three. I make my presence felt. My rough exterior could cause a person to melt. Snarling and aggression is my tone. Perhaps this comes from being alone. Well, not quite alone. I've got those evil creatures who would cause a person to defeature. I actually looked up defeature. I'll I'll give you the definition if you want. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Maybe I'm getting blown out of proportion. This riddle is causing somewhat of a distortion. There's more to this than meets the eye. Maybe I'm not that serious guy. (sighs) I'll be honest. There's not much for you there. Because no, I, because it's serious. The answer's serious. <laughs> but, but clearly, everything that relates to serious also relates to this person. Otherwise, you couldn't have led us down the thing. Uh, okay, path. I think I think the only clue is uh, melt. That's the yeah, only it's... thing that wasn't serious about it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's when true. I say melt, I mean it's in like gets like yeah. No, uh, not to defeat, melt, overthrow, no. ruin. Defeat what defeat? Yeah, it means oh, okay. Defeat. Can we hear that line again? Where did you go def- to a rhyming dictionary for that? Yeah, of course I did. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> well, not quite alone. I've got those evil creatures who would cause a person to defeat you. So he's accompanied by creatures that would overthrow or defeat something. Oh. Interesting. <clears throat> you said he. Oh. It is interesting because I was I was trying to think it was Pettigrew. I was trying to think is Pettigrew mentioned? Uh, yeah. Even even just maybe not Peter Pettigrew, but is the family name Pettigrew mentioned in the first book? Is what I was trying to think because a lot of it there's the, a there's a big clue. The blown the out of proportion is something I think is a big p- clue because didn't he uh. blow himself up, Peter Pettigrew? But out of proportion, he didn't actually blow himself up. He faked it. That's that's yeah. where my yeah. head's going. But, but is is Pettigrew mentioned? Surely, 
No, surely that in the oh, there's in the a mention first book. when they're talking about Lillian James, that Pettigrew boy. Surely, maybe, maybe. Oh man, this is gonna this is gonna require some thought. This might be this might be a riddle. We're gonna have to go back to a bit later on in the episode. A riddle within a riddle. Oh, riddle in a riddle. Yeah. In that case, why not sit back, relax, put your feet up? Okay. Because uh, let's take a break from the creatures and join in with Tom's new feature. <laughs> oh. oh, he's such a wordsmith. So really last night is. I sat down and uh, I decided to do a little bit of fan fiction. We've discussed oh, having this in the show. Excellent. On, so I've decided to take just something that wasn't dealt with in the books. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I thought I'd do a little little writing, a little bit of it about it. Okay, so, lovely. Yeah. So here we go. Let's hear it. Dean! Whispered Seamus. <laughs> 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 what? Dean whispered back, wondering what his Irish friend could possibly want at that time of night. <laughs> Are you awake? Said Seamus. <laughs> I am now, you absolute bog tart, said Dean, using his lovely wordplay slash insults that was his calling. One of, it, one of Dean's favourite pastimes since coming to Hogwarts was to mock his friend, but in a nice way. <laughs> it had been a hell of a year for Dean. Sure, there had been ups and downs, like his beloved West Ham's relegation from the First Division. <laughs> However, he had met the girl of his dreams. Ooh, yeah. Older, sure, but not by much. Her name was Cho Chang. A second year, he was enamoured by her and often confided in Seamus. I think her love her, Ocean Synagogue, which was his pet name for Seamus. Seamus <laughs> <laughs> hadn't liked... <laughs> Ocean Synagogue, his works. Seamus. Seamus hadn't liked it at first. Just because you have two first names for a full name, you two first name bitch, despite despite the venomous way he delivered that, Seamus was joking. (laughs) She's defo going to be asked out by someone, said Dean. Well, not from anyone from this dorm. There's no way any of us would go after someone who they have a crush on. That's just not the way members of Gryffindor House should act. <laughs> Dean, said Seamus, louder this time. <coughs> Sorry, mate, I was contextualising, said Dean. <laughs> All the lads are missing, said Seamus. Saucy's gone. Wondering why they called him Saucy. HB. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Saucy. Ron Weasley came out of his mum easily, is also missing. <laughs> And old crazy parents is missing as well. <laughs> oh, no. Neville had confided in the Gryffindor boys <laughs> hey, about the tragic circumstances his parents had lived in on the first night in the dorm. But something told Dean that Harry and Ron weren't really listening. <laughs> Retconning. This is beautiful. <laughs> Neville didn't mind the nickname Crazy Parents because, as he pointed out, factually, it was bang on. (laughs) (laughs) Dean and Seamus rolled out of bed. Seamus grabbed his bond. Lumos! A light appeared. He was a very competent wizard, despite the film going down the stereotypical stupid Irish (laughs) (laughs) They followed Seamus' light to the other boys' empty beds. Those Egypts are going to lose us more points! <laughs> exclaimed Dean, doing his not so flattering Seamus impression. <laughs> <laughs> they walked down together to the coral room. That was until Dean was sent flying. Seamus looked down at what had caused it. 
Neville, what are you doing down there? <laughs> Neville, said Dean, you could have seriously injured me. Neville. Neville, you're actually being quite rude now. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, crazy parents. <laughs> you know what? We're just going to go back to bed. Think you know someone. And they just ignore you like that. <laughs> Dean and Seamus climb back into bed. What do you think Potter and Weasley are up to? Said Seamus. Dunno, but I doubt it's important, said Dean, as he lay back, closed his eyes and thought of Cho. <laughs> that was extraordinary. <laughs> that, that was, was great. Because <laughs> someone had to find Neville. I, think I was going to say, that's yeah, true, is, is, that's was, true. Was, was there going to be an element of a question? What, what was everyone else up to at this point? Kind of, yeah. Okay. This is surely the night they go down to get the Philosopher's Stone. It is, yeah. Yes. Oh, that was lovely. Beautiful. Yeah, they've, they've, they've tripped over a pro Neville. <laughs> <laughs> Thought he was ignoring him and, and went back to bed. <laughs> and he stayed there for several more hours. So this this is the Seamus and Dean fan fiction that we've been waiting yeah, years for. because they're interesting characters. They are interesting they are. characters. Yeah, they characters. were. They it's were. always good to know... Oh, it's always interesting to know what, what Dean was thinking around that time. Because he, he had a tough time, didn't he? Well, yeah, he didn't know he was a wizard either. So, yeah. yeah. I want to hear more about it. I, I, I liked the, uh, the West Ham's relegation from the first day. Did you look that up? Oh, of course I did. <laughs> <laughs> so this would have been, what, 91? 91, no. 92 season. They would, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With Billy Bonds as their manager. <laughs> no. Because yeah. it was the it was the mention of first division because that was before the Premier League started, wasn't it? Certainly Brilliant, was. loved it, <laughs> lovely, stuff. beautiful attention to yeah. detail from the author. There. <laughs> Should we nip back to the riddle? Yes, let's go back to right. it. Right? Are you Tom <laughs> Riddle again? <laughs> Part two. <laughs> All right. Hey, have you had any more thoughts, Joe? No, I was too busy laughing at Tom's story. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I am only mentioned in passing in book one, a more prominent role in a book to come. It's book three. I make my presence felt my rough exterior could cause a person to melt. Snarling aggression is my tone. Perhaps this comes from being alone. Well, not quite alone. I've got those evil creatures who cause a person to defeature. <gasps> Maybe I'm getting blown out of proportion. This riddle is causing somewhat of a distortion. There's more to this than meets the eye. Maybe I'm not that serious guy. Go I've got it. I've got it. It's Aunt Marge. It is Aunt Marge. Yes! Beautiful. Lovely. Diff. Yeah. Blown Brilliant. out of proportion. She's blown out of proportion by the Harry. the only she's character a... that's blown out of proportion. Exactly. Yeah, yes. she's got. She's accompanied by, um, what's the dogs called again? Ripper. Ripper, oh, yeah. Fantastic work. And yes, they do mention Aunt Marge in, I think, like the second chapter or something. Uh, yeah, Marge is ill. No, uh, Aunt Fig broke a leg. Uh, Marge, she's on holiday. I yeah. Think the, uh... There you go. Oh, oh lovely stuff. Well done, She's Thomas. mentioned in passing in the film, he says Marge is ill in the film. Right. But right. in the book, she's on holiday, I think. Without the break, I don't think I'd have had the chance to get that because I was so stumped trying to make Peter Pettigrew work. Yeah. Oh, gorgeous. Gorgeous stuff. Oh, well, fair. this has been a lovely stuff. This has been a show, lovely stuff. Let's take our tops off and take a dip into the pencil. <laughs> shaved all over did you Tom <laughs> oh yes <laughs> damn Kendall over there I know. okay so we're, we're taking a dip into the pensive and we're, yes. uh, we're going to turn on the radio and the first song we're going to hear the song that's at number one yes is uh, A Different Beat by Boyzone <laughs> <laughs> 
Let's not forget this place. I don't remember this song. So let's take a step and look around <laughs> us now. People. So let's take a step and look around That's us now. That's a great Ronan Keating impression. People. Yeah, very yeah. good. See, he could do, do regional yeah. Irish accents oh, as well. Yeah. Not just Seamus. Yeah, he could, he could do. To a different female. I see the rain <laughs> coming Join in any time you want. Lads. I don't know the song. I don't know it. I don't think even Ronan knows it now. <laughs> he doesn't need to. It was on a Now album. Oh, okay. Not yeah, one okay. of the ones I had. They should re-release those and call them Then. <laughs> classic then, classic then. Nows. Then. Now then 84. Yeah, I'd buy them. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But I, no, no, I wouldn't. Who am I kidding? <laughs> oh, now, now. Uh, we're going to the cinema. What's, well, what's the number one film out at the moment? It's sure. Star Trek First Contra. Contact. Ooh, I'm thinking uh, 97. I don't remember any of the stuff. I'm thinking films. it's 97. <laughs> okay, well, I'm, I'm happy Is it to 97, Pat? It's not 97. <sighs> no, the, the, the date I'm going for, it's, it's late 96. Oh, I was close. You that's, were close, that's, mate. That's close to 97. It's very close to 97. Right, late 96. One, one year away. One year away. Well, just a few weeks away from, from 97. So it was a different beat, a number one single? It was number one, uh, and I, I can tell you the date it was number one, if you want it. Uh, tell us, what was, what was number one afterwards? Do you have that information in front of you? I do, and I don't remember this either. It was Knocking on Heaven's Door, Dunblane. Oh, um, it was yeah. A, it was a charity is... single for the Dunblane. Oh. Yes. Knock, knock, knocking Yeah, on. I know the song. Yeah, but, but do you know the, the change no. they have in the song? Lord, put those guns away. No. Just can't Good, pick them anymore. Did I just switch anymore. off everything around this time? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, listen to this. Listen to this. With the consent of Bob Dylan, Scottish musician Ted Christopher wrote a new version of Knocking on Heaven's Door in memory of the school children and teacher that were killed. This has been, according to some sources, one of the few times Dylan has officially authorised anybody to add or change lyrics to one of his songs. Wow. Oh, wow. No, I I remember Dunblane, but I don't remember that that I remember that lyric is different to uh, Dylan's lyric. Wow, okay. Or put those guns away. Because he says, say, uh, put my gun in the ground. I can't use it anymore. Yeah. Right. But they did that little bit. I remember them appearing on top of the pops, like him and this Scottish musician and a choir. But okay, so we we have late. I'm no- better ha- than music than you, aren't I? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, right, we have late '96. Right, late '96. So what what year? So is that? that would be the uh, the penultimate book, I think. Correct. Yes, yeah, the penultimate yeah. book, Christmas time. Christmas time, mistletoe and wine. So that would um, be. Uh, so would Harry be with Dumbledore at this point? Oh. Um, yes, maybe he's seeing um, a memory of Riddle. Yeah, t- uh, having a look, having, taking a dip into the pensive. Is he taking a dip into the pensive? He is not, although that would have been some lovely meta that work would have been. on my part. No, I'm afraid it's uh, Horace Slughorn holds a Christmas party. Ah, oh, oh, of course, that's, that was so obvious. That was, we had it. I just, oh. yeah. You're very close, yeah. And of course, Malfoy sneaks in. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yada, yada, yada. The next one, there's no specific date. Four. So I'm going to give you a couple of films and a couple of songs that okay. were number one around that time. Okay. okay. So the number one film was either Adam's Family Values, okay. which, was, which was that sequel. Is that 90... I want to say 94 is what I wanted to Maybe, say. Maybe, yeah. What's but, uh, uh, give, us a, give, us a, give us the other films. The other film was Secret Adventures of Tom Thumb. Wow, no idea. No, thank you. Okay, but the songs might help you out. It's either Blobby by Mr. Blobby. 
was, that was, that was Christmas, Christmas number one. 90... I think it's 93. That's what I was going to say. Or Babe by Take That. That's all... Yeah, they, yeah, they, they 90... fought for the top spot. 93, because 94... Because like the Spice Girls took over the the that, Christmas number one for a few years, didn't 90, they? That was 96, 97. No, and 98 as well, I think. And 94, I think, was E17's Stay, Stay Another, another day. day. So yes. I think it's 93. Bang on. Well, well done, on. Joseph Power. Um, okay, so Christmas 93 then. Christmas 93. So that's not... But remember, Christmas. I haven't got the exact date. He hasn't got the exact date. So it's... Tr- uh, it would have been... Tr- Try was a time, would it not? Or is that, or am I getting my dates wrong? Here? 91, 92, first year. Yeah. 92, 93. So it's the end. It's, Cr- end of book, th- halfway through Christmas, book three. Christmas uh, book two. Christmas 93, no? <clears throat> yeah, 91, 92, first 90, book. No, 92, so, but, so the second book is Christmas 92. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. It's so Christmas Prisoner. Yeah, Christmas Prisoner of Azkaban. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harry receives the firebolt. Does he receive that at Christmas? You're close. You're really close, but no, it's not that. It's... Um, Fred and George Weasley give Harry the Marauder's Map so he can sneak ah, into Hogsmeade. Yes. Harry, Ron and Hermione over here. Oh, McGonagall, yes, Flitwick, yes, yes. Hagrid, uh, Madame Rosmerta and Fudge discuss Sirius Black's... He was their friend! He was their friend! <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, we don't have an exact date for it. It's just Saturday on the last weekend of term, December 93. Oh. So I narrowed it down to a couple of Saturdays. Oh, so would have been one of two. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Okay. Okay, but that's, that's but that the, was good. Good, that was an enjoyable, lovely deduction. Love, it's like yes. watching Sherlock and Watson. Yeah. <laughs> if they if they remembered Christmas number one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. My name is Maximus Decimus, <laughs> commander of the armies of the North, general of the Felix Legions, loyal servant to the true Emperor Marcus Aurelius, father to a murdered son, husband to a murdered wife. <laughs> And how will have a vengeance in this life or next? But first, we're going to play Tom's game. <laughs> right. We, we can't sing that one. <laughs> you can try it. New bit move. of game. Right. Okay, lovely. Oh, well, this is a nice I've always wanted to know what the Felix Legions were. Like, I just imagine he had like an army of cats as well, <laughs> yes. as, as, well as all these other armies. <laughs> Commander of the Felix Legions. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, this, I didn't realise we had a game today. That's a uh, nice very surprise. short game. Okay. Not only is he writing new features, he's he's done this basically. Go on. Uh, based on what we did last week with the Voldemort. Yes. I'm mm. going to give you three characters. Okay. Right? Your first task is to get within the 100 mark. Right? Mm-hmm. So, okay. for example, I'll say... So, I'd say Lord Voldemort. And you say between 1,000 and... Uh, one one thousand one hundred. Okay, you're one hundred. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I'm going to give you three characters. Okay. You get five points if you name them within the five within the hundred. Okay. Right. So are you going to okay. give us one at a time? I'll give you one at a time. Okay. Oh, this is good. So, this. Ginny Weasley. Right. Um, I'm going to go for. Six thousand eight hundred is what I'll go for. Six thousand eight hundred for Ginny Weasley. Six thousand eight hundred in terms of mentions. Yeah, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> I think. Sorry. You... Go on. Did you six thousand two hundred? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stop you there because I, I think watch what Pat does. Pat. Okay. Let's okay. See if you've understood what I, what I asked for. I was going to say. I think I'm confused. 
between 1900 and 2000. Right. Is what I would guess. Okay. Right. Oh, now I see. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, same as Pat then. <laughs> You're both wrong. Um, uh, Ginny Weezy is between 700 and 800. Right. Now, let's, just... let's start again. Do another one. Right. Because now Weezy, that Weezy was just the practice goal. Yeah, that was the example. <laughs> okay. Well, I, the example was Voldemort, and you thought she had <laughs> six times the mention of Voldemort. I didn't think she had six. Because she's six I times thought... better. Yeah. Well, she uh, right, here we go. Take that. <laughs> and party. Peter Pettigrew. Okay. I'm going to say between... Uh, 250 and 350. Mm, I've written down between 300 and 400. It's between 400 and 500. Oh. <sighs> go. Yes. Go for uh, the Pat I'll ask first. Okay. 400 to 500. Oh, okay. Oh, no, I've got a stab at the actual. Now you've got a stab at the uh, yeah, Pettigrew. Um, 400 to 500. I'm going to say. 425 Joseph I'm going to say 468 Joe is Joe it's 486 oh, so if you, oh, wow. if you had swung those bad boys around you'd have been <sighs> absolute bang on so five points to Joe there lovely lovely well done man Luna Lovegood okay this is this is me isn't it yeah Luna Luna loopy Luna oh crazy old Luna <laughs> <and> <laughs> We can that's, say that, can't we? No, it's getting bleeped. It's getting very bleeped. <laughs> Luna. <laughs> Patriarchy. <laughs> that's very good. <laughs> I'm going to put Luna between 550 and 650. Joe. I'm going to put Luna between six and 700. No, Pat, you should have gone with what you said last time, 300 and 400. <sighs> Joe, have a yes. shot. Between uh, 300 and 400. Yep. Okay, I think it's latter end. I'm going to say 376. 76, Pat? I also think it's latter end, but I'm going to say 390. Oh, 356. Ah. Joe wins again. Lovely. Oh, this is a lot Ginny, of fun. Ginny Weasley. <laughs> right, let's go back to... Right, so what was she between? <laughs> she was between 700 and 800. Okay, because I uh, uh, for the listeners that I probably did edit that. I, actually, I'm going to have a guess between seven and eight hundred. <laughs> yeah, well done, Joe. <laughs> uh, do I have to guess first, or does Pat get first? Uh, I've already forgotten. Pat, you guess first. I think I'm going to say so. She's between seven hundred and eight hundred. I'm going to say seven seven six. <laughs> Joseph, uh, between seven hundred and eight. I yeah uh, seven. 188 7 7 oh. 1 well done oh, if you had hit that bang on you'd have took the game away from Joe but uh, that was good yeah that was very close okay so what it's, it's 5 to 10 no it's uh, not no, it's no, no. It's, uh, <laughs> it comes a time joke squad to 2 mate <laughs> there it is that was lovely Tom yeah good thanks, good. thanks for your game mate I put most of the effort into the feature. <laughs> feature was good. I the would like a sequel to the feature. Yeah, I'd yeah, like to yeah, hear yeah. more but about I would, their adventures. I would say, I'd say don't I'll, don't expect it every week, but when it drops, it it'll be beautiful. What's that? Your your fan fiction. I'm, I'm going to try and do it every week, but it's not going to be just Dean and Seamus based. Ooh. Mm. 
mix it up. Oh, this would be good because then then Dean and Seamus might cameo in someone else's story and we might get callbacks to their fan fiction. Oh, Tom's building up a whole literary this universe whole here. Thing. That's what I'm doing. Do you, think, do you think we'll do the fan fiction at the live show coming up in November? Good point, Joseph. What are the Bill Murray at 4pm on, on November the 18th? Yeah, I believe... I yeah. believe just a couple of days before that, the second Fantastic Beasts film comes oh. out. So, what, you can, you can, so you can go watch the film. Yeah, if you wanted to. And then come and watch a live reaction on November the 18th. Yeah, and they and you can get involved in it if Brilliant. you wanted to. You could ask the guys on stage questions. You can voice your own opinion. Or, and do you know what? Do you know what the kicker is, mate? What's that, mate? It doesn't just have to be about Fantastic Beasts. You can talk about all Harry all Potter. Harry po- oh. Yeah, but this will probably cost about twenty, twenty-five pounds um, for the cheap seats. Yeah, <laughs> just for the cheap seats. I think you guys are being a bit silly. If you want to reserve a seat, it's five pounds. What? Only you can five. turn up and pay what you want. Do she we could... have to? Do we have to? Or can we? Uh, guys, we're going to be on the stage. <gasps> what? We're no going to be. We're going to be doing what we're doing now, but other people will be in there. this tone of voice. In this tone of voice. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> it, it won't get annoying. <laughs> Two hours of this. Oh. I'll tell you what else is making a return, especially for that is the quick quotes quiz. Yes. The quick quotes quiz is we'll back, be back in live form. We'll be back for that live show. I'm looking oh, forward to that. Oh, I love. I miss the quick quotes oh. quiz, and it'll be the first three movies. I'm going to start mining them for gold. Oh, I can't really. And uh, if you want to check out any of the details, it's all on our Twitter or Facebook page. It is. At AATTA pod. Um, also, you could uh, send us, chuck us an email if you fancy. Mm-hmm. Just like some other people. Ow! Ah! You okay, mate? A little bird just hit you in the head. In the words of... Right in the eye. Oh, fucking birds again. <laughs> <laughs> in the words of Father Jack. In the words of Seamus, quoting Father Jack. <laughs> So, uh, one of our favourite listeners has got in touch, Mr. Beardy D. Beardy Hello, David. mate. He has oh, he, he did get in touch to say that he's bought tickets, so he's, he's a clever boy. Clever indeed. boy, wise one. And uh, from, um, from Beardy D's message, it makes me think that if he was at school with us, he'd, he'd be in our gang. I think he, I get that impression, he would have been very in our good. gang. Uh, hi, guys. I will 100% be coming to the live show now, because I cannot bloody wait. Good Great man. to see you. Got a bit of an No need question. to swear, though, David. Come no. on. <laughs> Bloody's not a swear word, is it? Uh, some Maybe historical it is. term, isn't it? Maybe in like the nineteen early nineteen hundreds or late eighteen hundreds, bloody was seen as. I think as a, I was told you? off as a kid for saying bloody. Yeah, same way you get told off for saying damn. Like, How? Oh. Right, am I going to have to bleep tra- that? <laughs> 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 I'm just trying to say where beavers live. Um, got <laughs> in a fucking damn. <laughs> <laughs> A round of applause from Thomas yeah, there. Was, I love that. That was better than La- Jens Lehmann. <laughs> Got a bit of an odd question for you that just randomly popped into my head. If you had to have David Brent and Alan Partridge in the Harry, po- Harry Potter movies, oh. what character would you like to see them play? Now, automatically... Oh. For- a- and he's saying David Brent, not Ricky Gervais not and Steve Coogan. Automatically, right. Brent, I'm thinking, as fudge. But like... Sh- you know, but Minister, have you found uh, Sirius Black? I think what you're asking is, is Harry Potter safe? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which I think you'll find ooh, is actually. Yeah, but what about these uh, rumours that have come out? Um, you know, that uh, he actually left his aunt and uncle's home uh, and had to get picked up by the night bus. Well, what you need to know about those rumours is that he's actually 
confidential information. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. Yes, I, please. <laughs> I think Partridge would be a good uh, Lockhart. I was going to yes. say Lockhart. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Like the sort of faded, clueless celebrity. Faded, clueless celebrity, that complete... Um, sort of uh ego driven where he's, yeah. he's just completely unaware oh absolutely lack of, lack of awareness but also also the, the crap things he boasts about like like partridge yeah. boasts about having the the number one like what, what was that show he was on the, uh, the squir- army squir- uh, squirmish was it squirmish, squirmish. the military based uh <laughs> quiz show yeah. uh, is it's just the same as going oh yeah winner of which weekly smile right. of the year award twice or something <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Exactly the same, like just such a mundane thing to boast about. Yeah. But also, I think Brent would work as Lockhart too. Oh, yeah. Mm. Should it, oh, funny, I'd have bloody been there. I'd oh, have. Uh... Yeah, I've. Uh, I just got that um, that magazine out that which winks. Well, that's a far away, definitely. Um, sorry if you're not into uh, into Brent or Partridge. Uh, you probably missed this, but if you haven't, the same. Way, see, that's what I mean. If I was. I wonder about me now watching The Office. I'd like to think I would love it just as much as I did when I first watched it. Mm. I, well, I mean, we can definitely. Well, you can definitely see what The Office has influenced since. So the, everything, yeah, <laughs> pretty, pretty much every popular stand-up yeah. has, has been influenced by yeah. David Brent. Exactly. So, so if you hadn't, if you hadn't seen it, and we're not saying in a world where it hasn't existed, you just never watched just it. Just never watched it. Yeah. So you'd watch it and probably start going, "Oh, that's why so many comedians talk like this," or yeah, "That's yeah. why this type of humour became popular again." Okay, all started with the office. Good so, question, Beardy D. Yes, thank you, Beardy D. Do we have um, any other emails, Joe? Uh, you've got a few, mate, but I feel I fear that uh, this is uh, well trodden ground, oh, okay. uh, listener. Uh, <laughs> Well, a few listeners uh, messaged in. So, uh, one from Tom uh, saying, Joe won hands down. Uh, an, a, dif- a different Tom. Joe Joe definitely should have won. Uh, should have won is a better way of saying that. Re- Joe uh, won hands none down. None of those are me. Regular, regular, <laughs> regular listener Joe, uh, oh, yeah. who often sends in insulting things uh, and is very funny, he says... Uh, Joe should have been given the, whizen, the win in the Wizengammer. He made some good points and argued them well, whereas Pat kept making reference to Marvel characters, which in my mind were irrelevant and out of context. Yes. It was a miscarriage of justice, and, and he has the grounds to appeal the verdict. Thank you, Joe. Okay. It was certainly his best performance so far, though that isn't hard, given how abysmal he's been in recent weeks. <laughs> yep. He has the right to be angry. Who knows, when, who knows <laughs> when he's going to have that good an opportunity to win again, which I think... <laughs> Is fair point and probably why that's fair point. Now, how many of those? How many of those have an LLB in law? A what? Sorry, an LLB in law. Okay, well, no. Okay, I don't know their qualifications, but Mm. I would assume. Well, I mean, I'm. Yeah, you have an LLB in law, which you've put to good use as a comedian. And (laughs) I will, I will hold my hands up. I argued that case awfully, but I've said that before. Hands down, mate. You don't need to do that. (laughs) And plus, it's hot in here. It stinks a bit. no, I argued that case that case awfully. If I could do it again, I would change it. I would like my win to be um, unanimously agreed by the audience. But... I, th- I think I think the thing is you you made a g- the good point, which was an example of Snape being heroic, and right I was saying at he was, the end, and I was saying he was <laughs> never heroic, and so. I, I definitely argued it better, but yeah, you, yeah. you had the killer blood. You countered Joe at the yeah. end. But right at the end. Right. Just, and so well, there I is think... too much room for doubt in terms of who, who argued their entire case, who presented a better case. Joe definitely presented a better case. I just presented yeah. one fact that yeah, won it was, at the end. That, I got that, lucky. Was, that was your glove doesn't fit. Yeah. yeah. You know. yeah. And Maybe. we all know how that turned out. 
Well, this, well, <laughs> well like yeah, we, uh, later reg, on you reg, will end in jail because <laughs> you'll do something else stupid. Well, uh, reg, regular listener Kate did back Joe up. Um, oh, did she? Well, no, no, she didn't actually. Oh. <laughs> no, no, she did. You were, oh, you were arguing thanks. he wasn't a hero. Yeah. Yes. Um, and she put, uh, she didn't back you up. Your case was right. But okay. she said, Snape definitely did good things, but that does not make him a good person. Which and I point. think you can mm-hmm. see from his behaviour towards his student, especially Neville, which you never brought up Neville. Ah, he's yes. not a good person. He may be on the right side, but not for the right reason. He switched sides because Voldemort killed Lily. Yeah. Uh, not because it was the right thing to do. Mm. And I think for someone to be a true hero, they have to be a decent person and do the right things for the right reasons. Absolutely right. It was a selfish act. Uh, him changing side was selfish, not selfless. It wasn't and I for was, other people. I was That's two you... cases that I could have won if I'd just brought up bloody Neville. Yep. Mm. Neville's oh. Never forget Neville. That's why I was so annoyed at the case you were arguing, because I had all these counter cases for things I was expecting you to say, and you didn't say any of them. Ah, uh, right, 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 right. I um, just thought you were getting annoyed because... Well, no, that was where you were getting... You were getting annoyed because I wasn't putting forward the case that you were going to put forward. Yeah, had I been... <laughs> i chosen that. No, but I, I, th- I think you can be a bad person and still be a hero. If you run into, like... Is it like the worst... No, I agree with that. A terrible that. person walks past a house fire, runs in and saves someone. They're still a terrible person, but they did something heroic. I agree with that, but my point with Snape, I mean, let's not tread over this too much, but my point with Snape was that he was a very brave person. Mm. Being brave doesn't necessarily make you heroic. True. And I used the example of jumping off a cliff or something. That's a brave thing to do. It's nowhere near heroic. No. But which this this well-trodden argument leads us nicely into this week's Wiz and Gamot. All right, mate. Oh, all right, guys. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you all right? <laughs> okay, this week's Wizard and Gamut, those who haven't listened, uh, you know uh, the Wizard Gamut in Harry Potter, and you know, like, normal courts. Well, I present a case, and then Tom and Pat uh, try and either defend or argue against Well the sold. Case. Thanks, mate. <laughs> uh, and then I decide who is the winner. Remember last week? Mm. Yeah. Mm, Here's the wisdom about for this year, this week. Why is Joe scared of moths? What's that about, <laughs> mate? <laughs> right. Okay. So for the listeners, when when I announced the start of the wisdom game, I then went and made a drink, had a little pause. I'm assuming Hannah came in and then <laughs> spoke to Tom. You, Basically, you trod on her foot and threw out the way because the moth was here's getting Here's the thing, it. right? So <gasps> our our bathroom is quite narrow, and Hannah's foot is in pain. Uh, and you, you know when you have a moth in your house and it's annoying. And yeah, because moths have no. It's annoying, but not frightening. No, but it's irritating because it's a, it's like it's not a quick job because they're and they they move mm. and yeah. they and they don't know where they're moving, so you don't know where they're moving. They go anyway, and there the was lights. a massive moth just just on the window, so I was like, oh, and I just leaned forward to shut the window right. uh, so the moth wouldn't get in because just to save myself ten minutes before bed. Yeah, I was trying to get rid of it, um, and I dropped my foot. Oh, <laughs> it wasn't. And I didn't shut the window, and the moth flew away anyway. So it was uh, that was a disaster, unnecessary pain <laughs> for my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, no, that was awful stuff. That's not the case this week, though. What is the case this the week? The case though? this week, and I will flip for which role you guys want to take. Okay, um, you flipped after last week. <laughs> I'm still flipping, still out. flipping, I'm flopping. It's metaphorical. Um, uh, this, okay, so this week's case. The Dursleys only ever had good intentions when it came to Harry and only had his best interests at heart. Okay. 
I think this case is going to be decided on coin toss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think almost certainly. Unless one of you is brilliant. Yeah. Um, right. uh, who should call? Okay, so I'll get Pat to call and Tom, you call for the quiz. So Pat, heads okay. or tails, mate? Heads, please. And the answer is... Right, heads, what do you want? Oh, I don't want to put Tom in a position. No, where go for it. Okay, for well, it. I'm going to argue that. What was what was the? You're going to argue against the statement. Yeah, let's hear the statement again. Uh, the Dursleys only have had good intentions when it came to Harry, and only had his best interests at heart. Okay. So you're arguing against that. Statement. I'm arguing against that. So I'll Tom, you're for arguing yeah, for uh, Pat. I will say you. Uh, okay, you can you can open. Give me your opening thirty seconds. Or do you want some time to prepare? We can have some jazz. Um, no, no, no. Or maybe, maybe just a little jazz for a sec. Let me just... Uh... Let's jazz it up. Ooh, lovely jazz. Um, okay, Pat, you ready to deliver your opening statement? I am. Okay, 30 seconds starting now. Look at the list of heinous things the Dursleys do to Harry while he is supposedly in their care. He is, as Dumbledore says, uh, malnourished and mistreated... Uh, I don't think they have his best intentions at heart. Otherwise, he would have been nourished and well-treated. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of specific examples. Uh, they treat him like a slave. He makes, the, you know, he, he gets second-hand clothes, whereas their own son gets all brand-new clothes. Um, okay, Tom. Right. Uh, Tom, have you got a counter-argument for us? Let's go for it. Okay, your time mm-hmm. starts now. Petunia and, Dudley, uh, and Vern Dursley's only... Uh, linked to the magical world has been her sister who was killed so they've only really been exposed to the evil magic so what they're trying to do with harry is actually get that magic out of him so he doesn't have to experience that evil yes their intentions was that doesn't mean it have to mean that their methods you know that was their method was to squash that magic out of him and if that mean they had to be downbeaten on him so be it you know um okay time very very nice argument actually there tom mm. so i was i was toying with do I go down this line? No, I just think it's easier to say. Because of, co- because of course, we're talking about their intentions and yes. Harry's best interests. Now that's, you know, the be- in, in best interests of a child, of course, you know, eat yeah. spinach. No one wants to eat spinach. No. Mm-hmm. When you, well, when you're f- three years old. Anyway, you guys, right. have a chat. All right. Well, um, no, I don't think I don't think they were trying to stamp uh, the magic out of him. I think they, they were definitely only... were trying to stamp the magic out of him. Oh, yeah, but there, yeah. there's other ways of doing that. I don't think, and in stamping the magic out of him is not necessarily his, their best intentions for him. You know, he could become. But that was their intention. Their intention was to stamp the magic out because they didn't want him to end up like his mum and dad. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think they dislike him. They see him as different. And they're trying to get rid of anything that's different about him because Vernon, before they even know that the Potters have been killed, Vernon just hates these wizard types. He sees them all around on that day when the war ends. He doesn't like them. And he doesn't like the fact that there's something different about Harry. And that's what he's trying to stamp out. And that's not... The Dursleys are not nice people. No. They had Harry's best intentions at heart. Interesting arguments from both people there, I think. Uh... Tom, you seem to be able to defend the indefensible quite well. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you should have become a lawyer. Yeah, um, probably. Okay, can I hear your closing statement? Tom, do you want to go first with I'll the closing, first statement? closing statement? Okay, okay, let's hear it. Uh, right, your 30 seconds starts right now. We're not here to argue the character of the Dursleys, right? We're here to argue about their intentions. Now, their intentions were to keep Harry safe. Did they keep him alive? Yes. 
Did they keep him trying to get him out of the magic world? Yes, because they knew the exact dangers that were that he would be exposed to. The only touch they've had on the magical world is Snape when she was younger, and she knew what horrible boy Snape was because he nearly made a branch fall on top of her. Not a hero. Petunia. He's not a hero, right? <laughs> And Lord Voldemort, which they knew, had killed their parents. Time. Okay. Right, Patrick, your 30 seconds starts now. What they do is tantamount to child abuse. Do they have his best intentions at heart? I don't think so. I think they obviously intend for him to survive in their care, but do they have his best intentions at heart? No. He's currently regularly neglected. He's bullied, both verbally and physically, by being forced to sleep under the stairs in a cramped little space. Did they have his best intentions at heart? I don't think so. I think they've got good intentions for him. But most of that's probably born of fear from their fear of the wizarding world and any repercussion that Dumbledore would lay on them if some... All right, time. Uh, very very good from both... Like, I'm, I'm shocked uh, uh, how well you did there, Tom. But yeah, that was, that was one on a coin toss. But it was tight. I, I, I made... I judge it by Can your say, opening and closing. I cannot believe you waited to the last bit to bring up the fact they had him I under know, the stairs. I know, that was unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's why you were in the lead for so long. Yeah. I know, I, was I know, like, I know. I keep, I keep, my head works too fast. It keeps running away with me and I've got like a point. As soon as I think of like, oh, he's under the stairs, I'm like, and that leads to that. That's, and that that's leads number to that. one. No, no, but my head, <laughs> Surely it's number no, but my one. head suddenly then starts thinking four points ahead and, and that's what I end up blurting out and the actual that was, thing I intended to say That was genuinely the decisive point because I was marking down references like you, you i judge it on references to the books or the films where you can cite examples and tom was winning 2-1 until right at the very end there when wow. you just started so saying i won it. you won 3-2 and on the markings that i gave yeah. but very, was, well was very well very well it was once there, again your 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 strongest parts of your closing statements yeah yeah, yeah, yeah i need yeah. to i need to get but also at the, the end of your closing statements yeah, the yeah. very end, <laughs> the very end. <laughs> Okay, right. It's time for the quiz. Okay, so we've just gone back to Hogwarts. We're settling in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, First week. So you I've... trying out for Quidditch this year, Pat? <laughs> I mean, I'm not even. I don't. Even, I don't think it's worth my time even trying. I'll just embarrass <laughs> myself out there. I don't need. That. I don't need that. There's a whole bunch of new kids started, and some of them look like look like arrogant little kids. Just yes or no, mate. <laughs> no, no. Oh, dude, Jesus, it's unbelievable. Okay, so I've uh, I've got I've gone for another, not back to Hogwarts, just. Specifically Hogwarts based. Yes. Because you're finding your way around the castle. Let's see what you know about it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, uh, did I? I've already forgotten. Tom, I, you I get called. To... Yeah. Uh, uh, Hedwigs, please. Is that Hedwigs? Uh, it's Wormtails. Uh-huh. So, Pat, uh, do you want to go first or second, mate? Uh, i go first, please. You go first. Okie doke. Okay. So, question one for Patrick. Mm. What does Dumbledore find in the room of requirement? Uh,. A lavatory. Uh, yes, yeah, so, well, a room full of chamber pots, but I'll give it to you. Okay. Uh, question two. Where is the secret entrance to the Hogwarts kitchen located? Mm, um, it's down, it's, down in the, it's down in the dungeons, or it's just near the dungeons, isn't it? Well, uh, right. What's it behind? Yeah. Isn't it behind a... Oh, no, I'm thinking of the... Dufflepuff common rooms. Behind a picture of a painting and you tickle the pear. Yes. Yeah, that's it. Oh, that's <laughs> it. Oh, get yeah. it. It is very close to the Hufflepuff common room. But right, yeah, you right. It's behind a Yeah, it's behind a painting of a fruit bowl. Yeah. Yes, you have to tickle the pear to open. Okay. Yeah. Oh, very good. Uh, 
question three. Where does the fat lady hide after being attacked by Sirius Black? Now, this is based on the books, not the film. She hides with her... Oh, God, she's got a friend. She's got a friend in another painting that she always hangs around with. And she hides in that. Because in the film, she hides behind a painting of a pig. Um, Yeah. She hides in her friend's painting. I can't remember the friend's name. Her friend's called Vi, but I don't think she's in her painting, is she? No, she's not in a painting. Oh. What's she in, Tom? Do you know? Do you remember? Mm. Is she she in a map? She is in a map. Do you know where? Map of where? Map of Shropshire. It's a shear. It's Argyleshire on the second floor. Oh, man. That was close. That was, yeah. Very well done, though, Tom, because I did not remember that. Uh, Okay, Patrick, question four. Which animals sit on the pillars of the Hogwarts gates? Oh, um, oh I think I know this. Are they are they like, griffins? Uh, are they no. winged boars? Winged, winged boars, boars, exactly. Yes. I can't give you a point, but no. I should be giving you a point. Yeah, That's well brilliant. done. Uh, and looking out at the Great Hall from the high table, okay, mm-hmm. how are the house tables arranged from left to right? Oh, Gryffindor on the left. Uh huh. Then Hufflepuff. <laughs> then Ravenclaw. Then Hufflepuff. Then Slytherin. Uh, I can't give you. I'm afraid. Yeah. But it, 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 we, Griff- you, you know it's a Gryffindor, the Slytherin, yeah. the or, bread or, or, and the yeah. sandwich. Yeah. And what the meats are. The, the filling of the it's, sandwich. It's is Ravenclaw. The then Hufflepuff. I thought it was Gryffindor. Gr- Gryffindor. Then Hufflepuff. It just made sense in my mind. It's mm. sort of. More, yeah, I'm sure. Like, I'm sure a lot of Hufflepuffs, more Hufflepuffs, wander over to the Gryffindor table. Yeah, uh, than Ravenclaw. So I always just thought naturally they were closer. Yeah, I thought, but there you go. Hey, okay. But you did very well there, though, Patrick. You got, got two. You got two, but I gave you a bonus point earlier, so you got three. Yes. Uh, right, Thomas. Yes, mate. Question one: mm-hmm. How many known passages lead from Hogwarts to Hogsmeade? Uh, twelve. Correct, Pat Gino. Is it seven? It's seven. Oh, uh, Thomas, I where... need five more than everyone else. <laughs> where... <laughs> where do the Durmstrang students stay when they visit Hogwarts for the Triwizard Tournament? In the dungeons with the Slytherins. On a ship on the lake. Ah, oh, sorry, mate. No, I thought I thought it was. From, I, thought that... I thought it was with Slytherins, but I wonder if that's from the films. No, no, because no, because in the films they definitely stay on the ships. I think, yeah, because oh, well, I, I remember ships, them ships, baby. He looked up and they were leading. They were leading off with the Slytherins towards the dungeons. It's okay, Tom. It's okay. We've got three more questions. Let's see. Are you, what you, can are you do. feeling that? Do you think did... I look, guys? I would have guessed. I would have guessed ship, but your doubt is making me think. I'm going to definitely I'm gonna, gonna be. I'm going to earmark it because it could be a, earmark it, could it be a for peeve. a peeve. Uh, but the peeve should be taken up with. Uh, Someone else. Uh, which <laughs> subject is taught by Professor Binns? Uh, history of magic. Correct. You were always getting that one, mate. Yeah. Uh, question four. Where is Peeves most commonly found when Harry looks at the Marauder's Map? Uh, Filch's office? No. Pat? I was going to say, like, in or around Filch's office, just annoying him. Uh, well, no, apparently, bouncing around the trophy room uh, uh, is where he's most commonly okay. found. Uh and finally, what protective measure is in place to stop boys from entering the girls' dormitory in the Gryffindor Tower? 
Well, the stairs turning to a slide. Correct. That's yeah. correct. Yeah. Okay, so the bonus point has kept you in the lead there, Pat. It's 3-2. Which, to, and to be fair, I, I mean, I just enjoy a slide. But I would get a reputation for myself of <laughs> always running up the girls' stairs just to just to go on the slide. Yes. <laughs> okay. We've got. Uh, this is this is quite. Your fun, Honor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I quite like this week's niche. I think it's quite a fun okay, one. Cool. Uh, and what? And one of you might just know the answer. Um, in two thousand and eight, the Independent Schools Network ranking included Hogwarts in its list of schools in Scotland. Hmm. So it placed. Did mm. not know that. Where did it rank? Can we have the whole question again? Yeah, of course. In 2008, the Independent Schools Network ranking included Hogwarts in its list. Right. So, as in, so it took all the schools in Scotland and ranked Hogwarts among them. Now, I'll give you a clue. It wasn't first and it wasn't last. <laughs> I'd hate right. to be one of the schools beneath it. Like we're a ranking below. There, there a were actual, than a fictional school. There right. was a there was a, and there was like a, I've, I didn't write it down, but there was a, a relatively prestigious school below it as well. Um, right, I've got I've got it. You got an answer. I've got an answer. Have you got okay, an answer? Patrick, you got an answer. Yeah, I've got an answer. Okay, I hope you bear in mind that Scotland is a small country, so I hope yeah. you haven't gone insane with your answers. No, go on. Mm, well, I've gone for 85th. 85th, okay, that's not insane. I've gone for nine and three quarters. <laughs> oh, very good. Now, that would have worked. They didn't do that, but you are closer. Oh. Uh, at 36th, it 36? ranked in the, wow. all the schools in Scotland. So, Tom, once again, you've won the snitch. Oh. Has it saved you? Has it saved me? <sighs> Let's find out. Okay. Tom... Uh, that's correct, correct, correct. Okay, so pick a card, any card. You've gone for that one. Let's see what the envelope says. ASMR envelopes. <laughs> what does it say? He doesn't look happy. No, close, not close enough. Snitch awarded to your opponent five points to your opponent. <laughs> <laughs> what is the problem with this? You said that was the only negative <laughs> one. <laughs> there really aren't that many bad ones in there, Tom. There, there I promise are. you. Yay! <laughs> Pat wins! Oh, for five points. Sake. Five points to Pat. Oh, God. oh I didn't win the Wizgamot. How many times has this happened to me? How many times? <laughs> Pat wins it 8-2. Oh, it's so unfair. It's ridiculous. It's so unfair. What's I love the it. point in winning the snitch <laughs> if it's just going to screw me over? Well, I mean, you, you do you... not have anyone's best interests at heart. <laughs> And I'm certainly not a hero. No! <laughs> this is so tragic. This is just all tragic. This is just a tragic waste of... I think I think it's fairer having... Is that, how is that fair? Potential jeopardy, I think, is fairer. Yeah, we've had the jeopardy. Because... With the question and answers. Tom, you were still 26 and a quarter off... The, the correct answer. So how, ma- how many was Pat off? Yeah, a long uh, way. Yeah. But yeah. You, didn't, like you didn't get the correct answer, but Pat did get more points in the actual quiz, so I think that's fair. Well, we pointed out 34 <laughs> that... episodes ago. Exactly. <laughs> that's why I'm trying to make it fairer, but I, no one I wins do in think this. Uh, there no might, one wins in this. There might be one more bad Oh, well, I bet I get it. <laughs> I bet I get it. I bet Pat wins the snitch next week. And oh, 150 points, because that's what the snitch is meant to do. <laughs> I mean, oh. Tom's angry. I feel guilty. Okay. And Joe's on the defence. Like, no one's come out of this No good. one's happy. It's it was such a good episode. You had to ruin it with that. <laughs> I 
I didn't. You picked the card. Pick better cards oh, oh, next oh, time. Oh, who put the cards in there, mate? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I wrote the cards. Oh. <laughs> Thanks oh. for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, guys. This is um, going to be a fun meal we're all about to go oh, for. Oh, this will be brought up over the yeah. spuds. <laughs> mm. Are they definitely spuds? They're not going to be parsnips because you fancy yeah. changing them. <laughs> Either way, it's win win because I love spuds I'm and parsnips. <laughs> <laughs> you say, you go up to the guy, I'll just have a little bit of everything, and he takes your plate away. That's what you get. That's, that's it. I'm not going to tell him to do that to Joe's plate. Oh, thank you so, so much for listening, guys. Thank you. All that's left to say is uh, I've been Tom Toll. I've been Patrick Holland. I've been Joe Power. Yes, he has. <laughs> this has been After All This Time. Always. Bye, guys. Hi, everyone. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode, as we are every Thursday. If you want to get in touch before then, you can on Facebook and Twitter. We're at Pod, Or you can email us. The address is Pod at gmail.com. Tom hasn't calmed down yet, but he wouldn't forgive me if I didn't say that please reserve tickets for the Bill Murray show or at least come along. But we'd hate for anyone to miss out. It's probably best that you reserve a ticket. Go to Angel Tom. Angelcomedy.co.uk. Yeah, on the 18th of November. We'll see you then. Bye. I love that you're suggesting Tom's face is something we should be peeved about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's all laugh at Tom. Let's all laugh at Tom. Let's all laugh at Tom.